0: friends. It's good to see you again.
1: I'm Brian. And I'm Joe. Let's, Let's start, start the show. <laughs> so immediately we didn't bring enough headphones. Yep. And so you don't even know that the intro was just playing and that's what we were waiting for and just sitting here. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the rest of it you'll be able to hear. The rest of it you'll be able to hear.
0: Yeah. So we have uh, two guests with us today. We're here on location at Gastronome in bozeman or bozeman bozeman i was well gonna it's
1: yeah four corners we're, we're, in bozeman. Bozeman. we're in bozeman technically bozeman
0: yep we're in bozeman and so we have one person on the mic one person off and so we were just kind of explaining to that one person off the headphones and mic situation the awesome little intro that we never mention at the beginning of the show <laughs> no, we
1: never talk about it <laughs> ever we always talk about it's it it's the first thing we always talk about
0: because now i'm thinking it sounds way too friendly it, I mean, Is this
2: not going to be friendly? We
1: can cuss. We can get all... Yeah, this is all gotcha we, journalism.
0: We want to get into oh. the nitty gritty. Yeah. And so it just sounds like we're setting you up for like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood.
2: Okay. So w- do you have another way that you'd like to start it so that I am prefaced properly? Joe,
1: yep. Joe do it. Absolutely. You got it, buddy. Do it. Oh, God.
0: Welcome to the last best conversation. where we're going to get into the nitty and the gritty. It's going to be like the work. It's it's so gritty. I'm talking with a gravelly voice right now. My voice is driving down a gravel road on its way to a rock quarry. Welcome. This is a podcast when we're never off topic. <laughs> we're just here to kick some butt, take some names. So that's okay. So, yeah, Did you that's
2: good. that way, I feel better now because now I know I'm allowed to curse because of that music.
1: Yep. There. It sets it sets the mood. Set yeah. the tone. Set the tone.
3: Yeah, yeah. thank you.
1: Tone. So yeah, we we met at the BHA rendezvous. Was that two weeks ago now? Yeah, two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Two weekends ago, and Joe and I were just so excited after meeting both of you. Like,
3: yeah.
1: everybody there is friendly. There's a different level to you guys. Mm-hmm. That's like friendly, welcoming.
4: We're Midwestern. Yeah, it's the uh,
2: Midwestern yeah. thing.
1: So, it's, so you're more friendly than Montanans. Yeah, is that what is we're claiming here? Yeah, yeah, I, th- okay. I think okay.
2: naturally my DNA, because I was born in Illinois, makes me more friendly cool. than a Montanan. I don't know if I'm. Oh my! I just said that out loud. Can we? Can
4: <laughs> well, we? Well, I mean, that out? this is. I think this <laughs> is like a Montana can't, you show. Can't leave my house and without eating, eating food, like it's not going to happen. You're not going to leave here without drinking coffee. You know.
3: Um, mm mm-hmm. Just
4: naturally, hospitable. it's part of us.
3: Okay. Like,
0: it's like almost like, like the South. Them. It's almost and like the South. Is down down the okay, but
1: I, so I lived in the South and mm-hmm. if I go through a drive through, mm-hmm. whoever is on the other end, I don't care that I'm not being racist, whatever color of skin, they're mm-hmm. not nice. Oh, okay. When I drive through, <laughs> doesn't matter color of skin in, in small town, Montana, mm-hmm. they're friendly. They smile. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a hundred percent of the time. Like you can come up with many excuses, but, or, you know, outside of that, but on average, mm-hmm. I feel that the best drive throughs to go through. And that's how I base the niceness of a community.
0: Well, it's just a time thing. It's fast food you're going through, right? Drive through? Right. There's right. no time for politeness. Yeah, I would but agree. But there is
1: in Montana. Oh, I yeah.
0: mean, everything's slower in Montana. I mean, time <laughs> itself slows down in Montana.
1: Okay, well, we've got a little <laughs> bit of time to actually prove this theory with you guys being nice or not. Okay. Right. So we'll see. So
2: it, it wears off in about an hour, so. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Well, that's TikTok? about our time crunch that yeah. we have, yeah. and so th- you Just, did that on purpose. Yeah, I did it so
2: that my hour-long night. Was <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we we heard a little bit of backstory when we were at BHA. We weren't recording though. Oh yeah, that's right. And so, how do I how do I frame this up? How do we frame this up? I I found out about you guys about a year ago through somebody called Stephen Drake, who's an outdoor photographer. He really loves uh, horn hunting. We had a whole episode, well, not a whole episode, part of a whole episode, where I talked the, about horn hunting, uh, antler hunting, picking up bone, and uh, that's that's something that he's really well known for. But also just amazing photography. He was sitting in his his truck bed camper, and like gushing over this food called gastronome, and then. Fast forward a year later, I meet you guys. And so for me personally, I like to walk into a store and like try one and know that if I like something, I can go back. And so I've just been waiting to see it at like Shields, North 40, there's a Bighorn Outdoors in Great Falls, right? Somewhere that I could pick it up and and eat it. I've been to your website, I don't know how many times, but I didn't, I didn't ever order any. And so the first time I ever tried it was the first time Joe tried it as well, was at Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Fantastic. And so that's Thank kind you. of that's kind of like my intrigue towards just wanting to talk to, to, to you guys. Like that that's my intrigue towards it.
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I was there too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
2: well, I appreciate that you followed along for such a long journey and then to be able to meet. It's really great. Uh,
1: well, and it's so, but it also if I found was on your side that we are on opposite sides of the table. We need to address that too. We're at their point of sale area. Oh, yeah. So you may hear customers coming in. We thought it was cool. Yeah, we and anybody be that's been listening to us knows that this is kind of what we like. So this is what it, we do. It's I all mean, good.
2: It's my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're in it.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we may get interrupted by customers. We'll happily get interrupted. Maybe Im- invite them on.
2: I like to call them guests.
1: Yeah, guests. <laughs> no yes. such okay. thing as an no. interruption. Okay. And so, but right <laughs> now you guys are on the opposite side. <clears throat> so right. if I was in your seat, I'd be upset that somebody was following. And not purchasing <laughs> like that's where I would be at is like, mm. okay. So maybe a little insight, right? I don't know if I'm like other people or, or, or if that's happening. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know.
2: know. I don't know either. I, I mean, I guess people talk about um, a tipping point when someone will actually move to purchase your product I don't know what that tipping point is for people maybe it's getting to know the company itself and their brand values and you're like actually I do align with this I do want to buy this jacket or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, I don't know the tipping point for us and um, to hear that someone has known about us for a year and is going to start eating our food I think that's great like to know so much about a company to have been exposed to them through different avenues in their life and then finally see their product and like it seems good to me I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with getting to know a company first.
1: Well, and me again, I don't know if I'm like average or outside of the norm, but like for me, once I'm like on board, I kind of forget everything else. I'm just like, nope. I don't. Cause so I haven't had like a backcountry food company that I'm like, yes, only you. I'm still in like, I gotta, I gotta try this stuff. Cause none of it, it doesn't have like the nutrition value that I want. It doesn't pack right. Th- so many different things that I want. And then you guys are actually providing it. And so now I'm like, Well, this is it. Like this is it. I'm gonna have uh, I have a breakfast company that I, I use and then this is my lunch slash dinner, you know, whatever and that's that's it. Like that's I'm not gonna unless you guys like start Clubbing seals or something, like I'm, I'm not going. Matthew I'm not was gonna actually change. just
2: talking about that this morning.
0: I mean, okay, even so. then, if you're part of the tribe, it should be fine.
1: Oh, right, <laughs> right, yeah. If you're doing it legally, then, then that's fine. <laughs> but illegally clubbing seals, making boots, mm. I kind of have a problem with that's that. The
0: you know. That's yeah, the line. That's, that's the, line. the line. That's then the line. Then we stop buying. Bars <laughs> sat pretty
3: low for us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make it easy, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um. So if you could then just like. So that's my story bringing us to here. Your story, your guys' story, how do we get to having a storefront, mm. storage, making food, selling it? Like, how do, how do we get, what's the best way to tell that story?
2: Well, I'll I'll introduce myself and Matthew. Oh um, yeah. because
1: good
0: thinking. <laughs> we're, we're, because
2: great hosts. we're great hosts. Someone didn't do that <laughs> yeah. yet. We're great hosts.
1: Good <laughs> uh, so
2: me, Shannon, um, I own Gastronome and Matthew, who's standing next to me and will lean into the mic whenever he feels like it. Um, uh, he was my student at MSU in a food program there and I I think he was a student when I had still had gastronome in my apartment. And was just in the beginning stages of trying to sort out how to make a freeze-dried food brand. Um, So I can let him tell his story in a second. And the quick and dirty of mine came through um, the culinary world, fine dining restaurants, and working as a chef for um, many years and eventually opening a consulting firm that helped other dreamers open a restaurant that was sustainable and um, put their idea to paper. And I, that brought me to Montana, where I started going into the outdoors a lot, and I started teaching at MSU during that time. And the first time I spent a night in the backcountry where I had to eat something that resembled freeze-dried food was the the day that changed everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, my course was just completely changed.
1: Not, not a GPS coordinate, but where were you?
2: I was here in Montana. Uh, I was on a river that starts with a D and ends with really beautiful, and I'm not going to tell you where it is. <laughs>
3: um,
2: and, yeah, that was the first experience. And it, from that moment, it took four years to get these doors open. Um, I had been messing around in my apartment. I had rented a kitchen out by the airport. I And eventually realized that in order to do what I wanted to do, I had to have my own place. It, when I started working on this building was the middle of COVID um, and I recognized that I had more time on my hands than I thought that I would have because there just wasn't an ability to launch a product in that moment Um, and so I built a retail space during that time which I never imagined having a retail space and it's been such a great thing because we get to interact with our guests and the people that eat our food in a way that I never thought possible so that's why that exists and
1: so your original idea was just internet sales, like just kind of.
2: I don't really know what I was thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> I okay. honestly don't know. <laughs> okay. I didn't really That's have it. a plan, but it was not a retail space. Okay. Hmm. Um, and so when I, when I came up with this space, which has had many iterations, as Matthew knows, like we've rearranged this and it looks totally different than it used to. Um, that's when this sort of retail space and now it's like a gathering place when i walked in this morning there were like five people in here i was like what is going on i'm just trying to walk into work but it's actually a really wonderful thing to see our community every day to see guests every day to see people that are eating our meals every day and most people know that we have coffee and you can come and swing by have a bubbly water um so it's it's a very lively place and i never expected it and i really love it Okay. All right. Um, well then we got Matthew here who came on board about two years ago.
4: Yeah. So I was studying uh, food enterprise at Montana State um, University. It's like a kind of a food science um, with like some business uh, type of coursework. And one of the classes that I um, needed to take for uh, for that program overlapped with this with um, one of the programs that Shannon was teaching in. So I ended up in one of her classes. And before I was in the class, um, somebody, a different teacher in the program, um, had mentioned that there was this professor and she was um, starting this freeze-dried food brand and that I should like meet her and be introduced to her and whatnot. And so some time went by and then I ended up having a class with her. And maybe, like, halfway through the semester or something, um, she had mentioned, like, what Gastronome was and that she, like, I don't even think you said you wanted help with it. I think you said you didn't want help with it and to not ask to, like, have a job and whatnot. Don't ask. Um, But, like, backpacking and food were what I love. And so I, like, kind of had to try and get my foot in the door somehow. And um, I needed an internship that summer and Shannon had just started moving into the space. I think the walls were painted, and maybe the walls weren't even painted yet. I think (laughs) there was like an oven in a box. Um, So that was the space. Um, And so that summer, um, it was mostly just building out this space, building out the kitchen, um, doing a lot of work on the physical space. And then um, I think that September, so like four months after working, we sold our first meal. Um, so, through building out the facility, there was also like, um, you know, working on bags, developing nutrition labels, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I've been, worked part time um, for her while I finished up my last year of school. And then last May, so a year ago, um, I started full time with Shannon. And it's been awesome. <laughs>
0: Wow. You're like one of the only people I've ever met that, like, it seems like you're really getting to use the degree that you're after. You know, you're interested in food science, which this is very sciencey food.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then the economy or the, the business it side of like it, right? Business side, yeah. So, That's awesome. I mean,
4: since it's a small team, like, we both do a lot. Um, you can't really write a job description for either of us. Hmm. So, um, to say that, like, my job is only... Food science, and Mm -hmm. I'm only using my degree wouldn't be true, but I do get to use some of it, so
1: it's great. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Also, that like not knowing you at all, I kind of feel that that's what you would say in the beginning. Is like, don't even ask for a job. Like, I don't, I don't, (laughs) like, I got this. Like, I'm not. Like, I feel, I don't feel that you're lying at all. Yeah, that seems, no. so, seems <laughs> to track.
2: Yeah. It, I'm usually like, get out of my way.
1: And so I'm thinking you had to kind of, not fight, but just kind of like, you just keep a, a text here, show up here. Yeah, so you I didn't even ask really for the help. You're just like, oh hey, my gosh. I brought a paintbrush. I remember this. So uh. I was
2: I was building outside. I was trying to I was trying to build this table. Um, and, and like... Hmm. I picked it up from Home Depot and it was like smashed in on a corner. Do you remember this? Yes, I remember. And, and Matthew came by and was like, Oh, do you need any help building anything? And I was like staring at the smash table and I was like, how oh, the fuck am I going to put this together?
3: <laughs> and I was like,
2: there's this guy here and he like definitely wants to work here. So, okay, can you put this table together? And I was like, I need this bump to come out of it. It like looked like it got in a car accident. And so he like took a blowtorch to it and did whatever he did. And I was like, okay, you can come build the shelves, I guess. Like, you want to build shelves and then it kind of just was like okay but what about an internship Um, and can we put it on paper and so yeah I needed a lot of help at the time like I these floors were I mean I sealed all the floors myself I was here every every hour of every day and any help that I could get at that point was good like I don't Mm -hmm. everything I do is held together with duct tape duct tape if I'm building something and so to have somebody here that actually like knew how to use a drill which I still don't know how to use (laughs) um, was really nice and A lot of, I mean, every single thing that you see in in here was built by one of us. Every paint, like this wall, like we built that. I don't know how hard you can lean on it because it won't stand, but (laughs) we did build it. And And,
1: and the texturing you guys did too? I I
2: did that myself. Oh. I know. You can tell. Look at the corner. It's amazing. Yeah. uh,
1: I would call that charming. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But yeah. you didn't have to use a drill, so you knew... No, knew as long did.
2: as I don't have to use a drill and it's just, oh. like, paint,
1: I'm probably fine. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, everything in here was built from that day forward, and we still build things often.
1: And uh, health... What is it called? Health department? Health department, so... They like love
2: us. No, they really do. Like, oh, okay. we're incredibly sanitary, and we do every single thing by the book. If there is a book, we would rewrite it and make it higher standards. hmm Everything in here is perfect.
1: And... That's not a that's not a point of contention. Like that's where you guys like agree. Yeah. Uh, agree like like, like th- the health department, you you just oh, want yeah. as strict
4: Yeah, I, yeah, we're close with them. We keep them more up to date than like they might want. Like <laughs> it seems like they almost get annoyed with me sometimes. Yeah. Um, wow. So the
0: book writers should come learn from
3: you before <laughs> writing the next book. Yeah, okay. I, I mean you.
4: and our process is um, not written out, it's not a norm, like not everybody is doing what we're doing right. um so we really have to dig into um the regulation and the standards that are set and all that jazz um and know it really well and better than what some of the people that are working for the fda know it like i'll ask them questions and they're like I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. I'm like, oh, I already know the answer. I'm just making sure that we're on the same page here. Um, yeah, I already so,
0: know. Yeah, they they like us. That's awesome. That's this place is very clean. I mean, I would, I would almost do a suspension piercing in here. You know, <laughs> just hang me from uh, the ceiling. We may have
2: some issues with that with the health department. So <laughs> they, they haven't explicitly said not to do that, but...
1: I mean... <laughs> the, our, our last podcast where we talked about health department was because we were at a... Uh, suspension. We were at it. And we yeah. Were, like, oh. Talking the, through, like, and someone he, getting suspended. he
0: kind of said the same sorts of things. And and he was like, oh, the health department knows me, and I already know the rules. And I was like, hey, okay, so we're making a little connection here. Yeah, it's, Small it's, business it's very, owners are, are leading the way.
1: And doing something that, like, isn't the norm, just opening up a kitchen, like, one. Yeah. Right. And, and so kind of helping them learn they definitely know
2: more about the freeze-drying process than they did oh. a, a year or two ago because of us and they uh-huh. they certainly understand the the process that we're doing because of us. And are oh. you the
1: only ones in Bozeman making freeze-dried meals? I think so. That you're aware of.
2: That I'm
3: aware
2: of. Yeah, we're the only ones freeze-drying, yeah.
1: Okay, so everything else. Uh-huh. So I, I was explaining to Joe later. I was like, I think I interchangeably say dehydrated meals They're and different. freeze-dried mm-hmm. can can, yeah. so, can somebody t- just tell me summarize this can
2: you do you want me to summarize this or do you want don't over science this just okay
4: okay all right um so dehydrating is like making jerky right so you just Mm -hmm. bring it to a little bit of heat and it just slowly um the water just slowly releases out of it and all the cells like slowly fill in the gap where that water was and so you start with a piece of jerky that's like 12 inches long and ends up like 8 inches long right mm-hmm. um, whereas freeze drying it first it freezes the food and then the process is called sublimation um, and basically it skips the gap between um, from solid water so ice to vapor and it skips the water like liquid water stage um, so all of the spots where the ice was is now just filled with air And so it's super porous. And so when you add hot water, it just rehydrates immediately. So it's doing drying at temps that are like well below freezing versus dehydrating is doing drying at like 150 or 130 degrees somewhere in there. Um, So it's it's a completely different style of drying food. And it applies to free to backpacking meals because when you rehydrate it, it rehydrates way faster and with a more. Similar end result as like your fresh product versus like if you tried to rehydrate, you know, jerky, it would pretty much still be jerky texture, wet jerky, wet wet, warm jerky. Jerky. Whereas you rehydrate freeze dried, you know, a piece of freeze dried beef or whatever your jerky was, Mm -hmm. it would be more similar to before it was dried than if you're dehydrating. So
1: and so you're the only ones, at least that you know of in Bozeman, freeze drying. For it's like San Diego food. and San Francisco. Yeah. Like, I just, in my head, I can't It's so one of those things drying. that's going to get yeah. you. Yep. And it's and it's for the purpose of uh, Joe's favorite phrase, mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the, like, mouthfeel. And yeah, then, like, the just, quality like, of the product it, like, is
4: way better. It, okay. Like, as far as, yeah, like a texture, from a texture standpoint, um, it doesn't do as much to the nutrition quality of the product. There's some um, nutrition that you can lose through dehydration like vitamins um, just because of the heat. Um, There's no heat being applied in the drying process Hmm. and then then the rehydration time is here. And I think that's the biggest thing for people backpacking is like nobody wants to sit around and wait for 25-30 minutes for their food to be rehydrated and Shannon like pours water in and instantly starts eating it, which it's definitely still crunchy, um, after 30 (laughs) seconds. But (laughs) after like six minutes, it's basically totally rehydrated. Um, whereas yeah, dehydrated meals that I've had, you don't want to eat it at six minutes.
0: Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I found out, um, something similar about raisins. (laughs) When you try to rehydrate a raisin, yeah. it tastes disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting.
2: Are you talking about a freeze-dried raisin or a dry, dry raisin?
0: Just I don't know how they make raisins, but however that happens.
2: They dehydrate, they dehydrate it, yeah.
0: So a dehydrated... We
2: freeze-dry ours. A
0: dehydrated grape, I guess. <laughs> it's yeah. hard to think about. Yeah, I, so I, I put grapes in one of those make-ahead. You know, you put the boiling water in your little food canister, and then I waited like eight hours or more, and I was eating, you know, the rest of the oatmeal was okay. But then these... Raisins turn back into grapes, but just kind of gross ones.
2: Oh, yeah, that's why we freeze dry ours.
0: I feel like it was losing some sugars and some flavors and some other like properties that you would want. Yeah, to eat. It It was was gross. I want to try one of your raisins, actually, now that we're talking about it. Where would I find we, one of your raisins? In?
2: We don't have them individually freeze-dried for you, but we do have them in the oat bowl and the yogurt chicken. Uh, ooh, yogurt chicken. Two different chicken. kinds of raisins, though. The golden raisins and the yogurt chicken, uh-huh. and then the brown raisins in the oat bowl.
0: Okay, I might try the oat bowl, because I want to see... I want to compare, like, raisins to raisins, brown raisins exactly. to brown raisins. Exactly. Apples to apples.
1: <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. Apples to apples. So I missed out on... I didn't. You had them there, but I didn't get... I didn't know you had bison chorizo. Or and then hey. the the dessert stuff you had. peach cobbler, peach cobbler, and then banana squash bowl. Would yeah, that count as it. That sounds it's like dessert. Bre- it's a
2: breakfast. Me. It's like more earthy and like um, how do I mm. describe that? It's it's very earth tonal in color and very oh, earthy in the way that it tastes. Um, it's more like um, savory because it's butternut squash Ooh. and sweet potato. So that the notes of it have that like grounding flavors and then it's oats and chia and flax. Um, and I make a caramelized banana sauce that literally takes bananas and olive oil and caramelizes them and blends them with almonds and it's really good. So, so like I,
1: when I think of like how, just how you're describing this, yeah. I don't feel we could have any other backcountry food place on – And they'll say any of the words you're saying, (laughs) like like they're like we mass order (laughs) beef that's already freeze dried dried or dehydrated, and then we throw like this spice mix in, (sighs) and words you can't pronounce are in their ingredients. Yeah, no, exuberant. I can't. I don't even know, right? I don't know any of those words. But uh, when I'm reading it, I'm like. (sighs) I don't know what this is I'm putting in my body. Yeah. And I, I specifically hunt so I know what I'm putting in my body. Which is
2: like the the point of everything. It's like especially hunters eat this because they're the ones that are spending that much time out in the wilderness looking for a very specific thing so that they can fuel themselves with something they trust.
1: Yeah. And so so Joe Rogan just had a podcast where he had Cameron Haynes on and they were talking about how like when Joe switched from like, he's always eating meat, but he switched from like beef to elk and you know, wild game. He's like, I feel like that meat affected me different, and so it's kind of like the same thing. Like, you're you're putting actual nutritious <laughs> vegetables, fruit, food into your body. I feel like I think that you're gonna feel a difference when you're out there hunting, especially some of these people. I'm not. My max right now is five days. Like, I, I get I get lonely. I, <laughs> I start getting in my own head. Yeah. Like, I know it's I practice. Feel like, yeah. But I think this would help. Like, I think I could actually maybe go seven days because like the, food is, the, the food is different and it's, it's actually adding a, a real value nutrition instead of like empty carbs, empty protein, you know, like the, these empty things. It's actually yeah. adding value to my, my body.
2: Yeah. And I think that a lot of people experience that even if they're just out for a night and they wake up the next day feeling depleted not nourished they didn't sleep well their stomach hurts the the next day ahead isn't going to be as enjoyable as if they had just eaten real food and I I think we're able to provide that for people and especially on longer trips like that where you're on day six and if you do that with any other food like you're going to feel it and your body's going to start to shut down versus this like this is what I eat at home like it's it's the only way I know how to cook is with real food
1: and that's how I want to choose my food is like Anybody you watch, it's like, how do you make it in the backcountry for a long time? It's like, bring the food you like. And so, yeah, there's freeze-dried meals that are going to add these these high levels of protein and carbs and whatever. But, like, you need to bring tortillas or cookies or, or something. Well, that's what you guys are offering. Yeah. Like, you're offering this with, like, sustainability that you can, you can then plan out these trips, like, months in advance, order your food, and not have to, like, bake cookies right before you leave. Because, yeah. like, there's trail mix right here. Like, yeah. there's, you know, and so...
2: We are trying to meet every corner of the food need from breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, to the filler in between, which is the trail mix that we've recently introduced. And this guy, this has 1,200 calories in it, and it's just a tiny bag of food. And that was not on purpose. That was literally cooking nuts and butter because I think it tastes good. And then when Matthew made the nutrition label, he's like, there's 1,200 calories in this bag. I'm like, I don't know. It tastes good. <laughs> like, like That seems like a good snack to me, and that's like a three-day
1: Snack, Right. Four days. I don't even know. Right. Again, like that's survival food, honestly. Yeah. And so I like having... um, Joe and I have talked about this a few times, but I like having stuff that will stay in my truck because it's Montana. And sometimes... Like you have a good, really good fishing day and you planned on being out for two hours, but they're biting and you're like, oh, I, I want to stay out. And so if I have something like this in my, in my truck, I can, I can stay out. I know I have enough food and I don't have to like rush back. And then also it used to be like the reason I would come out from hunting or whatever I might be doing is like, I know that there's that bar that's like on my way home that I can stop at and have a warm burger. But if I'm, if I'm having literally gourmet food, that, that's, a that's no longer this thing that's.
3: I joked yeah. about
4: that to Shannon this fall. We went on, I don't remember, a four night, five day trip. And like always in the backcountry, those longer trips, the one thing I'm looking forward to is like swinging by the bar, getting a big greasy burger on right. the way home. Right. And we got to the bar and I was like, I don't know. Like I'm not really craving anything. Like we've had good food for yeah. five days. Just like, give me a salad. Yeah. Right? I don't like, need like yep. this. Yeah. You're not, you're not missing anything. So you don't have those like cravings. Like sometimes, it used to be so intense, you know, that you're like, I'm going to go home so that I can, like, get some real food. Or, like, mm-hmm. the hunting's not that good. Uh, like, you just, you justify, like, leaving. Yeah. Because the weather's yep. crappy and the hunting's not good and whatever. Um, and and you're food like, ends and up food almost would be great. always being you know? yeah. the, the,
1: the one thing that tips yep. you over the edge. And now right. it's
4: like, no, I've got some Tiger green curry tonight. Like, that'll be sweet in the tent, so.
1: So can you guys freeze-dry beer? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: I I think I remember looking into this a long time ago and uh, being like, oh, this is illegal, and I, I, and, I, and I think there's probably a reason oh. because if you could snort a line of vodka, hmm. that might be a bad situation. It Would be bad
1: or yeah. great. Oh, so like like Breaking Bad, like Breaking <laughs> yeah. Bad kind of Actually, situation.
4: I don't think it's like, I don't think there'd be alcohol at that. Eh. Yeah, you can't.
2: <laughs> even even if it's not illegal, you can't do it because I think it would remove the alcohol in the process. But hmm. um, hopefully, you don't need to be snorting lines of vodka when you're hunting.
1: Right. <laughs> like that's just a, right. you're in a bad way. You're in a bad way if that's if that's what you're doing. But I mean,
0: then you could keep a six pack of beer in your wallet.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like you just wow. like you could just have it like. I don't know. Did trademark, I just, trademark. If this, like we're saying it now. Did I just come up with a million dollar,
0: dollar wallet, idea? Yeah. wallet
1: six back. Yeah. Yeah, the wallet yeah.
0: six back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You guys are here at time of um, whatever you call it. So we'll include you on the patent.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, right, right. Like, whoever's on with us for that trademark. Right. Then we're going to need someone to freeze it for dry us. Dry and, you know. and you guys stuff, have all right. the equipment. Right, and we'll do that for you. Okay. Yep, get in trouble. So we like, we like in our podcast, we like sitting around a campfire. And, and so the first thing I want to say is, um, I love your personal Instagram handle. Fork my life. Oh <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, ah. yes, it's been a long, I've had it since I was in college, it's which so was fitting. a long time ago.
1: That's funny. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah.
2: Oh, Thank you. Great. I like. I used to have a blog by that name. Uh, I also don't have that anymore, which is oh. really good.
1: Okay. But that's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and you can't find it anywhere.
2: Uh, no. I sold that website to someone who now has. She writes some food stuff. I don't know what she does, but I sold it to her a hmm. couple years ago. So cool. Um, it's all gone. Luckily.
1: And, and okay. also I've noticed. And again, I I think I only started following your personal one, like a week ago or something. It seems like you're more involved in the outdoors than you lead on.
2: I I mean, I eat, sleep, and breathe the outdoors and food. And so mm-hmm. that's, like, literally the only thing I have going on in my life is food in the outdoors.
1: Okay. So and I, not I, I here haven't followed yours. I actually looked real quick. There's and nothing I, and there.
4: He's just... He's <laughs> I, don't, I don't really do the don't exist. Insta face much. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, Insta face. Yeah. All right. Insta, I but like it. They I don't know. There's a couple pictures of animals on there, but so you do have one. I have one. Okay, yeah, it exists. All right. Okay. Um, All right. But you, you might have to. If you want to know what's going on with me, just call me. Call you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have a couple <laughs> friends like that that I'm like, dude. Like, I get it. Can you just make it easier for me so I can take 15 seconds <laughs> yeah, of my like, life and pretend I I want to be able to
2: scroll to someone's page and be like, where are they this weekend? I'm like, oh cool, they're doing yep. this thing with that yep. person. That's awesome. And like, I got uh-huh. to
1: see that you were out bear hunting. Yeah, I was. Cat tracks, bears following you, yeah. tons of snow. I got to see all of so that. It was so fun. Right?
2: Yeah. And you got to know all of that. And I yes. didn't even have to tell you. Right. I nope. told you, actually.
1: And then well, he then, told you me. You did yeah. tell me. And you told and he, him all he, at the same time. And, didn't have to repeat and the And however story.
2: many other people that I told <laughs> at the same time that, that probably on, don't Let's get, get on
1: board to the insta face. Yeah. Right?
2: Matthew, I think this is important. How yeah. am I supposed to know where you are and what you're doing We're not
1: asking you to snort any kind of dehydrated vodka. Yet. It's just... It's just... It's just posting about your life. Candy. Social yeah. nose candy. Social <laughs> nose. Trademark <laughs> that too. <Yeah. gasps> I like it. It. that's a good
2: one.
0: That is. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's what this podcast is. is social, social nose candy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's what they. That'll I mean. work in certain markets.
2: L. <laughs> a. LA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I appreciate that you follow along with that. Um, it is e- the easiest way for me to feel like I'm engaged with my community is to be able to show share what I'm doing and mm-hmm. tell people what I'm doing and it might sound stupid but I think there are some benefits to social media that.
1: there's so there's some exist. business owners that want to keep like their private Instagram separate you're not like that.
2: Um I mean they're total like the business one and my personal one are very separate things. Um
1: But you're okay if like we put it in I the don't show care. notes. I don't we can care. put it in the show yeah, notes. Whatever. Okay. It's I mean, down there. It's I'm Not down doing
2: there. anything that wouldn't make sense for me to be doing it's Mm -hmm. either food or the outdoors which is what gastronome is that's on brand
1: my my favorite thing is following people that do are doing things like like this weekend i had a couple things going on so i couldn't get out as much as i wanted especially for bear the season has been difficult because there's been too much snow it's been you know and so like i really want to get out last weekend i couldn't i got to see somebody out there doing it yeah. and there was too much and snow. there was too much snow <laughs> yeah. um yeah, yeah i yeah. got
2: snowed on the entire time yeah. um the entire time and
1: we were talking about we had to reschedule a, a different podcast and and uh i was talking to joe and i'm like listen you cannot schedule it for this weekend it's my last weekend that i can bear hunt I'm going to be gone. I'm, yeah. I'm out of here because I have to I have to get it done. I've never gotten a bear.
2: Oh, well, this is your weekend.
1: Right. right. Which I
2: direction have. of Montana are you hunting in?
1: Um, it begins with a D and ends with a beautiful. No. Dylan, got I, it. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually the complete opposite of that. I think people might get mad at me, but um, I'm, I'm in the Little Belts. That's where I'm going to be this weekend is uh, the Little Belts uh, just south. South of Great Falls. South cool. Of Great Falls over there. Um, Monarch. Heart, White Sulphur, nice. all in that area. Uh, I, I think you'll there. have a great time. I've seen bears in there. The only bears I've seen wall bear hunting are grizzlies, and we can't hunt those in Montana. Those are the only bears I've ever seen. That's true. I've seen sign. I've seen. I've seen sign. Like
2: see. yeah, I saw a lot of bears last weekend. I'd tell you where to uh, go, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Well, no, you <laughs> told.
1: You told. It begins with a D and No, in a this is a different place. That oh, was the okay. river. Okay. Um,
2: but yeah, the bears are out. It's just whether or not you can trudge through the snow to get to them at this yep. moment. Oh, yep.
1: gotcha. Yeah. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I'm stocked up on food. I'll be, Definitely. I'll be good to go. I'll, yeah. I'll have it out there. And then I am all about sharing stuff on Instagram. So there'll be like pictures I'll share. I
2: think that's great. You know,
1: bring my camera out and I then edit oh, them yeah. and then I, I edit pictures before i put them on my story. Ooh, i don't do that. Oh. That's like a lot I of work. It is, but i enjoy it. I enjoy oh, okay. like, I, like i hope it. people like looking at it. I don't have like any followers, but i hope at least the ones that you have, One day. you know. Like, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> as long
2: as you put in the work.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, maybe someday, but i don't yeah, mm-hmm. i don't care. I, it's something i enjoy, so i so yeah, you'll see you get to see it. That's cool. <laughs> I'm going to Fort Peck. You won't you won't get to I'm see it. I'm going to
4: Fort Peck this weekend, so maybe i'll maybe i'll do the Instagram and yeah. so you can yeah. show yeah. me. Go or I can show you what we're up to.
2: Governor's Cup. Wait, I've never heard Matthew like, say this for anyone. Really? Yeah, well, this is great.
0: We inspire yes. people.
3: <laughs>
4: yes. While I'm pike fishing, hopefully we catch a lot of fish. Hell's Creek. Uh, I definitely can't. I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the organizer of this oh, trip. Oh, okay. So. Okay. Can't. Yeah,
1: but for, so but I, it, I lived yeah. in Glasgow. Okay, right and on. so like for two and a half years. Yeah, if you are near the Glasgow Fort Peck area, yeah, you have to go down to what's called the dredge cuts. They're actually not on Fort Peck; they're below Fort Peck mm-hmm. right now. Oh, I'm not exactly sure when the date opens up, but you can archery hunt paddlefish.
3: What? I did not know that.
1: It's the only place in Montana. It might be in no. You can hunt them other places in the country, but like. Wow. Like getting a sixty, my biggest yeah. is sixty-seven pound paddlefish Same. on a bow fishing, but Yeah. <laughs> dude. I
4: didn't know you could do that. Up and there. that's in the
1: dredge cuts, but in the dredge cuts, there's walleye, northern, yeah. um, white bass, mm-hmm. drum, like all sorts yeah. of stuff. It. It's fort really pack cool. Fish. Yeah, and cool. they're they're down in these dredge cuts. Lake trout are in the really? river, the Missouri River, only right below yeah. the dam there. Yeah, but if you huh. if you're in so if you're <laughs> at Hell's Creek, <laughs> yeah not the case you can't just jaunt right. over yeah. there and yeah, four it's so big it's so huge, it's yeah. so huge. it I has mean, the same coast is, more more yeah. show line than california than california yeah oh it's gorgeous i love it sorry, sorry. Yeah. no it's okay yeah. No, it'll be my I've first time going, going up there. <laughs> 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 okay, so so you're gonna you're gonna share stuff. I'll, yeah, on the, the Instaface. Yeah, face. I'll try to I'll try to keep you up to date. Dude, cool. I will I will like Some it. Food? I will comment well, on I'll, it. Yeah, I'll, I might even reshare something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we're gonna heart it. We're gonna heart the heck out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll 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 have a heart
3: on.
1: Heart post. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: We've been known. No, I'm not going to cross. <laughs> no, just, that's fine. No.
1: <laughs> I think I already crossed the line. You don't have to. You lobbed one at me and I was like, <laughs> I could take a swing.
0: Nah, no, that's Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> I'll wait for the
1: next one. I'll wait for the next one. So now my question comes, you, Bozeman MSU, that's the MSU you guys were both at? Yeah. Bozeman MSU?
2: Yeah, I was teaching
1: there. He was a student there. Where did you go to high school? In Iowa my least favorite state in the Ooh, entire country. That's brutal. My I'm favorite sorry. wrestling team. I'm sorry. I'm sure Hawkeyes. it's beautiful. You What? You've like just flown over it, probably. Nope. I was selling Yellow Pages ads, oh. which even 12, okay. thir- 13 years ago when I was doing it, people were like, have you heard of the internet? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I have. I, like, I told the people I work for about the internet, too, and they just still <laughs> want me to sell ads. And so it was the worst experience. I'm supposed to trade ads in the yellow pages for nights in hotels and hotels are like but it's a local yellow pages like who's gonna buy a hotel based off this ad and i'm like you're exactly right but it's the only they've given me no money Uh i ended up in a tent in a campground in independence iowa
4: independence
1: yeah independence iowa during a tornado Mm. hey that's that's ideal so i don't that's an So it's awesome there's nothing against <laughs> iowa it's against like this experience that i was just says it was a bad
4: miserable. association yeah. but
1: iowa was gorgeous corn everywhere
4: great place to grow up in i, I, I can think. imagine well yeah and we just had this talk the other day it's much easier to get into like the outdoors there because things are like so close to a road like so accessible you don't have to like go 10 miles in the back country to shoot a bear and maybe not even see any in three Mm. I don't know how long you've been hunting bears right but yeah three years not even seeing what you're after um I grew up we had my grandpa had a um, pasture had some cattle um, so we had some property to hunt on there some public around my house like out my back door um was I don't remember how many acres maybe 800 acres or so of public land so I deer hunted right out of my back door there's a river going right behind my house it's like everything I could do um, I could hunt deer I could fish I could do all that from a bike you know Um, and my parents didn't need to watch me didn't need to worry about me Um, so that place got me into the outdoors and now I enjoy what Montana has to offer being older and capable of being able to go do that stuff myself but if you're like a 15 year old growing up in Bozeman, going deer hunting by yourself, you know, and being successful, impossible.
1: Bozeman's pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, Great Falls, you can do it. Bozeman's kind of yeah. tough. There's not as much huh. public land here. Yeah. Got to go a little further, get yeah. away from people. Like you
4: can't ride your bike to your deer hunting spot. Right. So like I, I used, ride to, my I used to, to, to skip. My deer spot.
1: So I graduated from Belgrade, yeah. just right down here, and I used to skip school and ride my bike to the river. Yeah, and and yeah. so that was cool. Yeah. But now, like you go to any of these fishing accesses in Bozeman, Belgrade, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just so many people. There's still fish. I yeah. I, I was just here a couple of weeks ago and caught some fish. Um, yeah. But man, you you're elbow to elbow here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally get yeah, that. So and and Iowa, the only place I've ever seen vending machines with live bait.
4: <laughs> we do have those. I miss those. So literally, <laughs> like like
1: Joe, like I know. I know, we know where you're coming from, okay? Mm -hmm. So, live bait being minnows, Mm -hmm. worms, Mm -hmm. grubs, Mm -hmm. okay? Leeches. Wait, where is Joe coming from? Not the outdoor community. Well, so.
0: Yeah, I I know what you're talking about, but uh, most of the stuff I'm not, I don't participate in this backcountry stuff. So, you guys, your your whole life is something that I'm like, oh, people do that?
1: So, the idea of this whole podcast (laughs) is to bring Joe into this, right? So, he's like, He's actually a demographic that you, that Sitka, that Schnee's Boots, that, you know, anybody is looking for is like getting someone that's a late, what, what, what do we call it? Late onset. Late onset outdoors. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so I'm we,
0: interested. I'm open-minded. I want to know more and I want to know, well, why do people like this? What's What's in it for me then? Because I'm not seeing it.
1: And so, so we had a we had a podcast with a, a local fishing guide uh, out of Craig, Montana, and he mentioned live bait, mm-hmm. and Joe's like, "What?" And then he said minnow, and Joe's like, "You mean little fish, right?" And so, <laughs> yeah. we, and it's, it's not, it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. it's just we speak jargon, and we don't even know it's jargon yeah. sometimes. And so mm-hmm. you get these like styrofoam, just like the worms come in, mm-hmm. right? You get these styrofoam things out of the same looking machine as you'd get a Coke. Yeah. Except it has a picture of like a walleye going mm-hmm. after a worm or something, right? Nice. And, and you just like $4 and you get minnows. It's so yeah. cool. Because I did try to fish while I was there uh, near Indo- I don't have no idea what river or creek or whatever it was in Independence. I tried.
4: Um, was it, were you fishing for. I like don't, know. don't know. I, I figured okay. if I had yeah. live bait and yeah. a bobber, that I would catch.
1: Yeah. Some, I didn't, but yeah. I figured I would. Yeah. So I was like, crappy might be in here. Smallmouth yeah. might be in here. Like any any predator. Yeah. There's got to be a predator of some sort in here. Right. So I'm just going to put on a little minnow. Yeah. Hope I get something. Yeah. Didn't work. But no. I'm not saying it, it wouldn't work for other people. Ooh. It's just, yeah. So that was a, That was a whole sidetrack, but nothing we talk about is off-topic. So it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's true.
4: <laughs> well, you have to go back to Iowa and give another shot. Maybe go deer hunt there. I fishing. Did. It's not a fishing destination, oh. but
3: deer I, if hunt. I
1: only knew somebody that had deer land there that I could go on, yeah, that'd and, be cool. You know, then that would that'd be, be that sweet. would be cool.
4: That, that, if you knew somebody that could hook you up like that, man, they'd be a
1: good guy. That, that would be. That. It would Wouldn't right. Do. And if that person also <laughs> like made. Backcountry food, like yeah. that'd be cool too. What a, be a cool up, dude! Graduated dude. college in Bozeman, like that'd be that that'd be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> you cool. wouldn't uh, want to follow him <laughs> on Instagram, though. no, no, not that type of person. It seems like somebody no. that would just be bad at it. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> oh, it is yeah. Yeah. bad <laughs> at it. So, shana where did you where did you hail? Where do you hail from?
2: I hail from Chicago. I grew up in the northwest suburbs of Illinois. Real
1: close. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah,
2: Probably like a million years apart, if I had to guess. I was probably in college by the time you were born. Dinosaurs? Yeah, when the dinosaurs. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Um.
2: Yeah, I grew up in Chicago in the
1: 80s. Chicago, I've been I've been to a couple times. Yeah. When the last time I went there, there was an app you could download that showed you where the shootings were. Oh, okay. that was, uh, that was after my time there. <laughs> <laughs> so like we were in this, like, you, you gotta get pizza, right? Right. And so we were like so you getting avoid pizza. The shootings. And, and, and so all the, I was on a, a trip with some, uh, a youth group and they were like, they were like, Oh, there's a shooting 17 blocks from here. And like, they were updating me and it would have like these red lights and it'd give notification. I'm like, I don't want that app Oh my So gosh. just live in fear like all the time.
2: My, yeah, that wasn't my experience of Chicago. I, and It's not like I was insulated from it and didn't know what those things were, but I went to school in downtown Chicago in a pretty nice neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying that being insulated from that stuff was good, but I, you know, I didn't have the same experience of having to need to track shootings on the Internet. Um, Yeah. I went to like a Catholic school downtown
3: brian
0: pretty. it's not your fault brian has a bad experience everywhere he goes <laughs> yeah he's never really like he's never goes to a place and is like i like this yeah so when he meets people and places and things that he likes he gets all excited <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> i'm not even gonna argue with that you're probably right you're i'm, probably I'm right. just noticing yeah. the reality yeah.
2: yeah i mean i mean <laughs> chicago let's be honest is an extremely violent city. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep, and that's
0: the truth. Oh, yeah! I was sleeping in my car in Chicago one night on a trip. I was like, oh, I'll just pull over, sleep in my car, no big deal. It's and my wife at the time idea. was like, you know, that's the murder capital of the world right now, just like currently. So if you could maybe drive a few more miles down the road and then pick a spot, <laughs> I'd feel a little better. And I was like, oh, it
1: is dang. Okay, well, I'm not going to sleep in this McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> 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 it, it might not be a great choice anywhere. True. Okay. I think, it, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's probably a good standard to set. Don't yeah. sleep in McDonald's parking lots.
0: I
1: mean, yeah, it's true. Because people are there really early in the morning to get coffee. I'm late. And they wake you up. Also, <laughs> like, where, where some people may exchange goods and services that they can't have a storefront for. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like yeah. Um, similar to dehydrated vodka. Yes. Hey. Looks like...
2: Which yeah. Isn't like isn't so
0: yeah. if I wanted to try the first <laughs> <laughs> this first non street legal <laughs> vodka it'll dehydrated vodka be at McDonald's
1: no
2: order the number twelve
0: <laughs> <laughs> ask for Vinny and order the
2: number twelve Supersize it Vinny okay. sent me
1: <laughs> I heard Catholic school
2: yeah I'm not Catholic uh, I identify as a Christian but. I did go to a Catholic school. I, I didn't go in the church there. Hmm. I never went in. I don't know what's wrong with me.
0: Did you get smacked with a ruler on the knuckles?
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. No. No
0: nuns. So it was a. mm. That's what I picture.
2: I, I, I went to like a normal university. It just happened to be a private Catholic university.
0: She, she like okay. went to Notre Dame or something. I like went to that. DePaul.
2: That's, that's what she's talking. I about. went okay. to DePaul. Yeah, okay. so it's similar, similar to that where it's like Notre Dame. Notre Dame has an affiliation. Yes, DePaul has an affiliation. We're known to be a Catholic school. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but but kind of loosely. And yeah, every once I mean, in a while I like someone's going to pray to a saint.
2: Uh, I never experienced that oh, I walked okay. by the church Every day to get to class And I never once went in No one ever told me to go in I didn't even take A religious studies class Actually I took Buddhism or something But I never took anything That was related to religion Of any kind um, Outside of that So Nice um, But the, but that being said The campus that I was on Was gorgeous It was a very mm. beautiful school Downtown
1: mm-hmm. And then how did we get From Iowa Illinois To both being in Bozeman
2: I mean, Matthew chose a school and was like, "I'm going to go hunt, hunt in Montana." Okay. And oh, so yours is simple. Yours is a simple story. Yeah, just, that's why we're we're done with his. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right, you we got your side. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then mine um, was a bit more circuitous. I, at, when I was graduating from DePaul, I was studying economics and getting my bachelor's of science in economics, and I was working for the Chamber of Commerce and I, the Lincoln Park Chamber of Commerce, where I was living and um i got laid off because it was 2009 and everything exploded Mm -hmm. and they're like this is the worst graduating class of all time you will never have a job ah you're gonna starve that was my class um and good luck yeah good luck and so (laughs) a week before graduation i was having dinner with my dad and my dad was like yeah i don't know what you should do either like maybe you should do something you like and when he said that and i think it was with that tone that Mm -hmm. he was like you should do something you like Um, Like a challenge. Yeah, and I was like, wait, (laughs) is that allowed? Am I allowed to do something I I personally like? And um, that thought never crossed my mind that I could do something that I was interested in. And during all of my college years, I had been cooking. I'd been like... Fervently reading um, Bon Appetit and just experimenting with a bunch of stuff, and I was the house you came to after like a long study day. Can you make me something? Or like this weekend, can we do dinner at your house? And I was always experimenting. I, I was obsessed with the fine dining scene, and on a college budget, that wasn't very healthy. Hmm. So I I had jobs to pay my fine dining budget. Um, that was like what I would do: is find the nicest restaurant in Chicago as a college student and like earn my way there. So. Anyways, I w- really wanted to work in food, and I had never done that and in, in any meaningful way. And um, uh, my family had a farm in Colorado that we no longer have. But at the time, we were growing very specific ingredients for fine dining restaurants. These chefs wanted, like, this exact eggplant grown at this temperature in this amount of sun. Jeez, that so was our farm. Right. Um, and so I met some really incredible chefs when I would go live there for the summer or go work on the farm. Um, and had great connections with them. So I called one of them after that dinner with my dad, where he was like, do something you like. And I was like, what? I don't even know how to do that. And I called a chef and was like, Hey, um, should I go to culinary school? And he was like, go to culinary school. Have you ever worked in a kitchen? And I was like, no, but I think I would love it. he was like, okay, come check it out Mm -hmm. and you're not going to love it. And you're going to hate it. And you're going to be out in a week. And Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. I'll come work for you. And so he was like, yeah, you're going to be unpaid. It's going to be a lot of hours and there's no glory in it get your ass here in a week and so i got there and i uh i don't know how i ended up loving it but i did and i stayed i I loved everything about it i loved the hours i loved like the grueling work and it was definitely an environment that was pre like sort of the shift of um healthy work environments Mm -hmm. it was not a healthy work environment um yeah
1: like and Gordon Ramsay health yeah, kitchen. It yeah, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't cute. Mm-hmm.
2: And I loved it. I loved every single corner there was to love about it. And I had like swollen ankles that I was wearing braces on my ankles for because I was standing for like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And at the end of a month, he was like, okay, we'll pay you. Uh, like <laughs> you can work on the, the bar station, which okay. was frying fries. Like that was my upgrade. Whoa. And I loved that too. And... Uh, because we were a Relay and Chateau property which is kind of this like upper echelon of um, categories of restaurants that you could work in Mm -hmm. we partnered with this one in Tennessee called Blackberry Farm and during our slow season I was able to go work at their busy season Mm -hmm. and this was like the most majestic place on earth Um, sprawling farms that every single thing that we used came off that farm and I got to work in the coolest environment any young cook could ever work in um, and truly like go pick my ingredients for the day and only serve like 15 people at the end of the night. So that was the most stressed I've ever been in my life. I had hives every single day. I was like uncontrollably shaking uh, pre-service. Like I just had a really hard time with that. And during that time, um, one of the other line cooks, his name was also Joe, um, he told me I was an idiot and mm. that I should never go to culinary school because I'm useless and I can't be trained. Okay. And that was the moment I decided I was going to culinary school. And so I went from there to culinary school in New Gels York. Those are
0: motivators. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I love it.
2: When people <laughs> tell me no, I'm like, I don't okay. want to do this either actually, but here I go. Okay. Fine. So yeah, I went to culinary school in New York. Had a really interesting experience at school, but mostly at the restaurants that I targeted as the places I wanted to work at and the chefs I wanted to work for. Mm -hmm. And I aggressively worked my way into those kitchens. Similarly, I was like, I don't care if you pay me. I'm going to be here. Like, I'm going to shuck those oysters all day long until you get sick of my face. So that's what I did. Um, I worked my way up in some really great restaurants. I um, ended up at Marea, which is a really cool spot. And got to work the busiest station, which was, like, I wanted to get to that. I just, like, saw these pasta cooks
3: mm-hmm.
2: cooking pasta and having the most fun, like, incredible amount of covers, incredible amount of skill that these people needed. I just wanted to get to that point, and I did. had a blast um, and left New York shortly um, after school ended, I think, like, a year later to pursue work in a place where I could be closer to the food. Um, and for me that was California where there were farms closer to the actual restaurants that I'd be working for. Mm. So
1: So that you could go like back to back to kind of the roots of like yeah, your own ingredients. And, and
2: like talking to the farmers and being able to visit their properties and see how animals were raised and see what their growing operations were like and be able to have a relationship with them in a way mm. that helped me predict my food and my menus.
0: So full circle then you became the chef that used to come to your family farm.
2: I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, And I stayed with the same restaurant group for a while there. They were phenomenal humans. Those restaurants still exist. And I still really think uh, very highly of all of them and loved my time there. But um, I got to learn everything from how to start uh, like a true San Francisco sourdough using like my senses, not weighing things or or, uh, like measuring things, just actually watching the process of cooking and baking and making pasta and butchery and, I mean, everything that I wanted to ever learn from food, I I was able to do there and then lead their kitchens and be able to open restaurants for them. So building that skill set, I learned that I probably, mostly it was taking a toll on my mental and physical health. I had every health issue buried deep as possibly deep as I could so that I could function at work. Um, it wasn't exactly healthy as far as like drinking and the drugs go as most kitchen people have found out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to sustain that kind of lifestyle without some gasoline on the fire. So it was a vicious cycle. I, w- I think I was very good at my job and I really loved the restaurants that I worked in, but I needed to make a change in order to become a functional adult. Um, And when I crafted a business plan that would help me open restaurants for other people, I I thought I could bridge the gap and say, like, these are my skill sets and this is the life I want to lead. Can I make this happen? Um, I brought it to one of my female mentors and she looked it over and was like, yeah, this is cool. Um, And you're hired. And I was like, what? For what? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) She was like, I have this restaurant that I want to open and you're going to open it for me. And... A lot of long talks with my current employers who were amazing about it, had always supported everything that I, I wanted to do, whether it be like leave for work in Thailand and come back to my same job. They were always very supportive. So they were like, you should do this. This is good for you. Um, and I did. And I opened her restaurant. And my business immediately got a lot of publicity. She was in the restaurant PR world and very high up in it. And so she put my name out there in places that it wouldn't have otherwise gotten to. And I was hired here from. I think that was my my second job was here in Bozeman, opening Mountains Walking with my company that I had created. That's and weird. What's well,
1: weird? We're going there next. Oh great! So go ahead.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> of course, of course, of course it is. Okay. Yep. Dive okay. on. Yep. And
2: so I opened Mountains Walking here, and that was that time that Thank I was. Thank you mentioning. for that, by the way. What? Thank you for
1: opening up Mountains. You're Walking. welcome. I yeah, I, that I for appreciate you. that. I do that for you. So much, but
2: the uh, The owners are wonderful, um, Sarah and Gustav, and I had a really good time working for them. And um, yeah, that was a that was a good one to make real. Um, so, anyways, that's how I got to Montana, and how my skill set of being in fine dining and uh, that whole world ended up applying here.
1: So late set, late onset, outdoors, woman.
2: Yeah, for the most part. I mean,
1: I mean, it wasn't it wasn't what you kind of. I, mean, I didn't you, have time. Didn't you had time like part. a ranch. Farm. We had a farm. It was like a a very small farm. Oh, it was a small farm. Like a tiny farm. But like hunting, fishing, camping. I mean. That kind of started here in Bozeman.
2: For the most part, yes. My dad had exposed me to some of that stuff when I was younger, but Mm. mostly he did those things with my brother. It was kind of like a boys club that Mm. I wasn't in. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, so I just didn't experience that. we
1: just talked about this on the last podcast. I I have, uh, well, he's 20 now, but I have a, a son and then my I have two daughters after that and my, my middle daughter, I've taken her out, but we just talked about how natural it is for my son and I, and it just like, I don't even really like yesterday, uh, we got done with a podcast and I I was sitting at home and my wife's like, Hey, taking this daughter swimming. And my son comes over with his wife. I'm like, Oh, well, do you mind if I go fishing? My son's like, I'm coming. Like, (laughs) like, it was just like, it's so natural. But my daughter is like, wait, you know, and there was like, there's like, it's, it's more work for both of us to make that work. And, uh, and so that's, I I relate to that from the dad's side of things. And I've always like, I've always kind of felt bad. Like I wish it was more natural. I wish it was this thing. And then my younger daughter, it's right now she's only 11. Like it, it seems like it's becoming a little bit, maybe I've learned some lessons. Right. And I hate that. I wish that when my middle daughter was 11, I already knew what I know now, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. I get what you're saying. But I do think there's like, there's a natural thing between
1: like sons a boys club and dads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It just yeah. kind of
2: is the way that it is. And it's not that my dad and I didn't have a great relationship because we, we do. And we do a lot of those things together now. It's just different. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it, but it is different. Um, mm-hmm. And even though they're both things that we love to do and we will do them together, I can see that. A dad and his son have a very different relationship yeah. with it, and maybe it's yeah. maybe it could have changed when we were younger. I'm not sure, but I do know that now, it's it's just
1: different. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think oh no, no, no! Yeah. I, and I'm
1: not even saying anything wrong because I don't know what I could have or will do to kind of fix that. I just, yeah. It just yeah just kind of is what it is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay, and so then. Out in the back country, we've got the rest of that story, right? You feel like we've got the rest of that, like yeah. there's not enough nutrients. And then the other thing that, mm. the one thing I really want to make sure we talk about, because we so for you guys, uh, you two here, uh, we had a burger named after us in Great Falls at a place called uh, the Roadhouse Diner. Yeah,
2: you said that. Okay,
1: said that. but we got really excited because they locally source their beef. They have their own. Um, like recipe for their bun that is like trademarked like you can't go buy that bun at um, great harvest bread but they make it because that but it's it's theirs only and like they <coughs> the fries everything is like like locally sourced and when i said that to you off air like you guys do the same thing and it's such that makes me want to buy a product even more when i know oh. that like like there's work put in because it's so much easier guys like it's way easier to get tomatoes from walmart or cisco or you know whatever and so can you talk about that just a little bit like the motivator behind that or like d- is it harder am i just imagining yeah it's definitely it? harder okay. okay
2: um and it's a more expensive route and while we'd like to say every single thing is from montana it's not right it, can, well, just, it can't be yeah it there's just be. no reasonable way that i could craft the recipes that i do and be like oh this lemongrass was grown in livingston like it's not oh. um <laughs> But with the capability that we have to purchase food from Montana, we do the best that we possibly can. And um, we were recently given a grant to be able to do so. Um, and, uh, and essentially what Matthew worked on was showing them that the stuff that we were going to buy comes from Montana State Lines. And not only that, that we'd put it back into Montana's economy. Like our boxes are made down the street at Montana C- Container Co. We're not like getting these shipped in. Those are made right down the street. Um, and anything that we can do here we're going to we're going to put back into the economy but we do legitimately try to source the reasonable things that we can from what Montana does really well and that's like pork and wheat and our bison comes from here and you'd be able to tell more about this than I would because Ma- Matthew does all the sourcing for us and make sure that we're working with the purveyors that we want to and getting as much as we possibly can from inside Montana state lines and
1: And you you didn't expressly say it, but then you got a grant. Matthew wrote the grant? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, that's hard work as well. (laughs) Um, I've I've had to, like, find grant writers because I didn't want to learn how to write a grant. I've had to find grant writers, and they're actually kind of hard to find. I worked
4: in a food lab on campus when I was going to school there, so I've written a couple of grants um, for projects um, through the school. So Mm -hmm. I was pretty used to it, and... Very in tune with what they want, with what Montana is, like, looking for, what they're pushing, what they need, um, the language they use, you know. That's, like, right, a whole right, other. Yeah. We're talking about using, like, jargon in, in uh, like, the outdoor space. There's, like, jargon in the egg space, and it was for, mm-hmm. you know, agriculture. It was agriculture-related, and I grew up on a farm. and So, yeah, it's just, like, it, it wasn't too tough, um, but, yeah. Um, I had some prior experience,
1: so. And and one thing I've noticed uh, in Montana, especially, many Montana businesses are a lot like you are and aren't great at being on social media. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm imagining it's kind of hard to find like the pork provider. The yeah, there's there's a beef company that's near Great Falls that does a really good job. Right. But aside from that, like, yeah, people aren't can, posting about their potatoes. You know, right? Oh, you kind of have to Leningrass be in the or,
4: world to know about it and we have a great purveyor here who kind of like keeps us what's a purveyor somebody we source food from oh okay um so we're in tune with what's available in montana when it's available when it's cheapest when it's most expensive like all that jazz so we can like set our production lines to all of that um so that you know when something's available in montana because just because of our growing season like we're producing that product then and then you know, maybe we have a product that doesn't have as much Montana, like fresh ingredients in it. We produce that in the off season or whatever. So we're able to very closely work with him. He's doing most of the talking to the farmers for us outside of like Ty Stubblefield's bison. You know, we went and visited there and we know Ty and we can just like send him a text. Hey, we need bison, you know, and it's here. Um, But for the most part, he's kind of the middleman in that and letting us know what of what we
1: use what's available for us gotcha gotcha that's pretty cool and i yeah i i just cool i get excited about that stuff
0: i have a question how'd you get into the um how did you actually get into knowing where to hike and going to those beautiful inspiring places because i've found that when i'm when i'm trying as an outsider when i'm trying to find out like oh where do you go hunt where did you go see that beautiful thing? <laughs> I, I find that uh, people give me a negative response. And so that actually discourages me from ever asking again. So I'm like, now I'm asking like, well, how, how would someone like me get uh, it out of you? That's you know? a really
2: good question. And I feel bad for um, putting up any barriers to that. I think what is important about the outdoor space and getting into it is finding a mentor who's willing to share their knowledge with you because Mm -hmm. it's going to be a a mentorship thing. Um, And asking someone to share their like deepest, most passionate spots on earth with you doesn't always come. Like you're doing a great job by saying like 100%, I'm going to share everything with you. Um, Mm -hmm. But not everyone is going to say like, this is the spot that I found with my grandfather and I hope it's never spoiled. Do you want to tell your friends?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And both sides have very legitimate reasons for being curious and then also um, being semi-protective of it. Uh-huh. Um, I th- think the best thing to do is ask genuine questions with a sincerity that you want to keep that place beautiful and get uh-huh. to know somebody who knows the outdoors so that you can ask those questions of them, and they feel like good sharing that with you. Um, and that's personally how I found the places that I like to go. And once I felt comfortable in the outdoors, with my skill set and my ability to navigate and um, be safe out there, that's when I started exploring on my own. Uh-huh. But not prior to that. And I really leaned on my mentors and the people who brought me into the spaces. E- even if it wasn't hunting, it would be like my friend who's backcountry skiing. Like I always want to go with you. I always want to know what you have to say about this slope. And mm-hmm. I always want to go with you to your place until I feel comfortable going on my own or pack rafting or hunting. But I've mm. always had a person that I really-
1: You're pack rafting? I'm a pack rafter. Uh. Oh, is that bad
2: or
3: good? Oh no, god. No, fantastic, oh, okay. fantastic. <laughs> that face.
1: So, well, okay, sorry. His happiness is Yeah, painful. it's my happiness oh, face that like, okay, yeah. okay, it looks like it you were getting sick. As, no, I okay.
3: know, oh, <laughs> <no, laughs>
1: <sorry>. uh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, oh no.
1: Have you heard of Argali? Yes. I watched one of their videos where they, did, one of them, did this pack raft back, and ever since then, when he's like, you know, this is the weight, you know, I think it was twelve pounds. Mine
2: seven. Mm. So I started looking around,
1: and I'm like, "You were carrying a heavy one, sir." Yeah. Twelve pounds. You need to go lighter. And it was, but it's the coolest thing because if you walk the right direction or wrong, is that what that is? That's oh, that. that's what that is right there. Yeah. And that's you. And that I just thought, that's me. Yeah. These are
0: all like you.
2: Yeah, these are. Yeah. What? What?
0: We're talking pictures in here. I we're mean, that's my All head. these big pictures. There's like, so like decorating that's my the place. dad.
1: Large that's pictures. That's my dad there. I just thought that they were cool outdoor photos. No. Because there's no stock, faces. Stock pictures. Oh, uh, well, my face yeah, no. isn't
2: that good to look at, so I try to get the back of my head. Lord okay, so I
1: see. need to think. So we should do that then for the, the yeah, back um, epi- episode back of my art. head. Back of my head, Back of my head, Oh, we'll have awesome. you guys come on this side and I'll take right. a picture from the that's
2: back. the best that option. That's that way we don't standing. ruin your feed, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's just to appease the not showing your face thing for no, you. No, no, I don't care. No. That okay. just
2: happens to be the way that it is. But yeah, these are all photos that we've taken. Um and they've been here really since I decided there had to be a retail space. So mm-hmm.
1: seven pounds, who makes it?
2: Uh, it's alpaca raft. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yes, they're great. Uh, that was excitement again. Sorry, oh, oh that was okay. Right, Sorry, right. so you're not sick to your stomach. Nope. Okay. Nope. I'm good. Cool. I'm good. Cool. Yep. Yep. I'm good. But th- yes, that's the that's the company I've been looking at. I, I'm you not there one. yet because I I just I just I my wife's gonna listen to this, but Uh-oh. she's gonna find out when it comes in the mail anyway. I just bought uh, one of the tents that was at BHA. Um, seek outside. Seek outside. I bought the Guardian. Mm. The Guardian with yeah. the the option to have a stove eventually oh, right I don't I don't have a packing stove yet I haven't I'm a real wuss though wind and cold like kill me and so like I'm just a wuss though like yeah. it doesn't affect me any different than anyone else like everyone's <laughs> just as cold as I am I'm just a girl about it and so like I'm just hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm just a not a girl about it because yeah I, I, when I saw you out bear hunting I'm like I
2: like the wind and the
1: cold just mm. for reference, wind is the worst weather. I
2: love it. Give me wind.
1: Nope. Yeah. Nope. I think
0: you can just say you're not adequately tough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, that's exactly it. you just a little it. soft. That's okay. exa- No, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. And, We're just saying and there's different ways to
0: say it when comparing yourself yeah. to a lady. And so yeah. for
1: me, in order to get outside, I'm going to need a stove. Like, even if there's not snow on the ground. Like, oh, I'm yeah. A like, mm, stove would be nice. A stove and would so be much better than I'm Getting this. there. But I just ordered to Seek outside. And so, like, there's, there's, like, Orders to get things, and I needed that before I could then get a pack raft and like walk back, you know. But when you do, when you do that right, for those listening that are that are not in the outdoor world, like a pack raft, you can you can pack in. Literally, it's exactly what it sounds like. You can pack in a raft, and and like if you get an animal way far back, you you've been walking upstream or mm. you're next to a lake or whatever, and then you can put that animal in the raft and and come back mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Or just if you're out hiking and camping, mm-hmm. it's a, just a fun yeah, trip back.
4: It if you want like somewhere that's inex- like that doesn't have a put in and a takeout it just has like a takeout or just a random access it's not even like a boat ramp or anything you could just like oh I want to run that yeah I'm gonna hike into the top of it and run it
1: yeah and, and it. I was up in the crazies two years ago and people were packing in full-size kayaks not like they mm-hmm. were they were two miles in with kayaks on their heads to yeah. go down whatever creek it was. See, this is where Drew's like, "What? <laughs> yeah. That's not normal." Don't think of that as no, normal. That no, okay. that is not normal. that is not normal. So no. I won't get ready for that. Nope. <laughs> well, it, it, a couple years from now we will be doing that. Okay. We'll, be, we'll be packing yeah. it and stuff, and we'll be doing that. But
2: not a hard-sided kayak. That's <laughs> not, no, no. Mm. It'll
1: be that right there. Yeah. So that that red on the back. I could do that. You can inflate that. And so are yours where you can actually load gear in the tubes as well? That's the the cargo fly. That's the best. Yeah, you have to have the cargo fly. Yeah. If you're gonna do it. Yeah, and then all of it's about a level of what kind of white water or or water you're gonna be in because if you're just gonna be in a lake you can get a much lighter one and then you you have to find this line of like, This is how rough I'm gonna be in, Mm -hmm. so I need to make sure it's at least this heavy. So that it can withstand hitting rocks and doing stuff like that.
2: Yeah, we're happy to be your guides on that. Um, I'm happy to help navigate all the different rafts. I I love alpaca rafts.
1: And I could I could sit here and talk gear like forever. I was gonna actually do like a quick like, what kind of boots do you use? What kind of tent? I was gonna do like a whole thing real quick. But then I was like, ah, it's okay. We don't we don't need to go that route. But <laughs> that's just a neighbor. Neighbor. This is a cool area. So it's so cool. I. I, right out of high school, I lived down here in Four Corners where the gas station is on the right up here. Mm-hmm. There used to be a trailer park. I lived in the only house in the trailer park, and there was a, a grateful shed where they sold glass um, pipes to- for your tobacco. The tobacco tobacco, Yeah, for your for your tobacco. <laughs> at the Brother. time. Yeah.
3: Hey, look at your lighter over
2: there. It's coming in handy. Look, it's the Grateful Dead.
1: Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. And so it was the Topical. Grateful Shed. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you guys did. For there. The <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous place to have less than a block from me. Oh in yeah, four corners and At four corners wasn't like this. And so now there's like Sims, there's axe throwing, there's right here you have F- FHF gear. Like right on the other side you have Birch Barrel. Like you're 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 we, in it. We have a
2: really awesome community in this little block.
1: And when we came in, you were there was a customer in here, and what I noticed was really cool is you pulled out a cooker. I'm assuming that was your cooker. Yeah, the jet boil? Well, well, yeah, camping cooker. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, same one I have. And mm-hmm. um, you, made, like, he came here so, for lunch. He, he came here for lunch.
2: Yeah, people come in for lunch. That's awesome. We reheat their meals and they carry on. That's
1: cool. cool. It's the best. <laughs> like seriously, How it's fun the best. Is that? Because if if you were one of your competitors, that's not happening.
3: Yeah, I don't like. Like I'm not.
1: There's eating no those retail unless store I have that I know to. of. And that was the other thing I was going to say is, like, I found, like, one or two I can stomach. And literally, like, it like it's it's okay to eat those. That's another thing that kills it is not having any variety. Like, yeah. I have to have these two or I can't. Uh-huh. And you guys have choices. And as far as I can tell, they're all good. I haven't tried all of them yet. But as far they as are. I can tell, they're all good. <laughs>
0: spoiler alert.
2: The, spoiler. They're all
1: good. Yeah. What is your favorite?
2: Currently, it's the Opal. Um, one is the Underdog and... Nobody thinks it's going to be as phenomenal as it is, but the layers of complexity that went into making that dish phenomenal, I hold very near and dear, and it turned out phenomenal. I have no doubts about that. It's phenomenal. Yep, that one. The one you're pointing to.
1: The one that you said that you made the banana caramelized caramelized banana sauce. With chai spice,
2: yeah.
0: And there's squash in here. I'm
2: just intrigued. Butternut squash. Yeah. We we dice it. His hands were bleeding. His hands were actually (laughs) bleeding, and so were Ray's. It was like two straight days of dicing butternut squash. So there's
1: actually blood in the meal. (laughs) Mm.
2: No, they were bleeding off-site at an uh, unknown
1: location. So so all the stuff you said about the health department. Yeah.
2: Well, it's a a certain percentage of blood that we can put in every sauce.
0: Oh, Okay. okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not technically vegan.
1: Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, my gosh. There yeah. was something I read, like, a long time ago about, like, Snickers. There was a certain amount of, like, bug. Yeah. yeah there's like. there's a whole thing
3: about
4: that. There's a whole guideline where they, like, allow. It's, like, on FDA. Oh, yeah, like that's right. FDA.gov. You there's can a threshold. I can send it to you. Um, there's an a acceptable amount of acceptable, bugs. Acceptable. Yeah, it's, like, there's, a, there's an acceptable, acceptable is that the word yeah yeah yeah. Acceptable amount of like bugs or um like rodent hairs or mold or they just call it filth um, there's yeah. an acceptable amount of filth you can like, have filth in there that's funny. so it's like per, per <laughs> measure it you know like it's it's tiny amounts but yeah I remember as a kid that came out about like Oreos they're like right, oh right. there's like five rat hairs in every Oreo and it's right. like, I mean, that's an acceptable level if they're, like, tested for it. That's, that's acceptable. But, okay, but you're talking about, like, flour, right, that's, pretty, like, grown outside, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. milled down, yeah. like, at these massive scales. Mm-hmm. Like, if a rat sheds a hair on the wheat and you mill that into the wheat and then you go and you do, like, a DNA test, like... Yeah, you're going to find rat hair. Like there's there's basically
0: no way to not like eat if rats breathe, and you've bugs probably, right now.
4: You breathe okay. in rat hair, right? Like <laughs> if, if you eat a little. Not that that happens. Hold on. I would like to say
2: that that doesn't happen here.
1: So That's where I was going next is like, okay, so you guys said you wanted to rewrite the book. How much acceptable no, rat hair?
2: I'm a psychopath. There's no anything in anything at all.
0: Zero percent
2: rat 0%. hair. Zero percent.
0: Guarantee. I'm a psycho. Okay. Okay. If there's
2: dust on anything, I go insane.
0: We'll call it the psycho guarantee.
1: Yeah, the mm. psycho guarantee. That feels I serious. Love the psycho guarantee. It's totally <laughs> psycho. Oh. Is this is this our appointment? No. Oh, um,
2: okay. I I was able to shuffle that thirty minutes, so we have an extra. But he's gonna. That's that's our mailman, um, Andy. hmm And he will probably just pick up packages and say hi like he normally does. Okay. Cool. All right. But, yeah. This welcome, little place kind of
0: reminds me of like a really really startup uh, brewery, you know. Come in, have the friendly person go, hey, what do you want to try? Everything feels clean and but kind of industrial, you know.
1: Yeah. And so a non startup brewery gets dirty, mm-hmm. and you're not welcome, right? Yep. Okay.
2: Right, you can't yeah, show up. To you Coors. can't.
0: Can't show up to Coors. They're not. They're, oh, it's like right, trying to show right, up to Gibson, right. like I've tried to do like three times in a row. <laughs> you can't. You can't just show up. You got to make an appointment. By the way. Even if you're like, but I bought a Gibson, I like, I'm like part owner of the company. They're like, they're like, that's not even close to being <laughs> a true. That's not even that sentence doesn't even equal.
1: <laughs> and they're like, thank you for your patronage.
0: Can you please get out? Th- Can you please go away? Is what yeah. we're asking you. Yeah. Um, but buy more Gibsons. <laughs> My Gibson's getting fixed down the road, actually, at Music Villa. Thanks, Music Villa. And uh, I hope you do decide to purchase that tube amp that you're looking at. That would make it. Uh, then I could buy way more gastronome food. Yeah. Honestly, I'd have a
1: more large wha- amount of. Food. What? Uh, j- just maybe I didn't want to forget to ask. <laughs> like, why a gnome? Why the name? Sorry, I I I just we, we were having a moment. About I know. I so Oops, like yeah. let's like continue the thought.
0: I'm just laughing at now your reactions because I never really noticed how angry and like scary they are. Oh, I, I don't mean for <laughs> No, I would say like, they're passionate. They're passionate. Yeah. Like but but sometimes, yeah. you know, if it's just us, he'll say, "That makes me so happy, I'd like to punch a child." Oh. Like that's the highest level. You just level, put that on record. That's, that that's yeah, the that, highest level happiness. of good flavor I didn't of food child. I say baby or baby. I was like, trying I, to
1: so when I was eating, I was trying
0: to church it up actually. <laughs> he says baby. Yeah. Like but I want to slap had, a baby that's the, so good.
1: We had the chicken. <laughs> we had the chicken um
0: your chicken was baby slap good.
1: Chicken po- pozole? <laughs>
2: yeah, Matthew says slap a grandma good.
1: Slap a grandma? Yeah, and so Which I say I punch a baby. I this is so good, I want to punch a baby. No, that's and what I so say. that's it's happening. Yep. It's just an like explosion ever, of he likes it. Like yeah. it's
0: happiness and yeah. joy, but, yeah. but it comes out as I'm a, I want, I want my anger to kill you. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so well, I get, well, I get really
2: You look happy when you're saying punch a baby. It's weird.
1: Yep. I'm sorry because I've never punched a baby. I've ever actually Are never. You, but I'm just trying to sure? express so much how, mm-hmm. like, the life in me is excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you ever that thought of, like, so just doing
2: fun. a quick dance? Like, like you could just dance a little oh, bit. Oh, I, I do dances for sure. Right. Because, like, that's a <laughs> nice way to express joy and you don't hurt children. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> right. My, <answer laughs> my hurt children. Right. And so okay. my, <laughs> dance, my dancing and singing
1: is not. That's why I have Joe. Mm-hmm. Joe can dance and sing. I can take him in the woods. Like that's, I mean, that's,
2: yeah. do you punch him in the woods?
1: Do I
0: punch? Does is, like do I get punched in the woods? Like do you weird. get punched
2: in that's the woods? Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, ha- you said that. we haven't
0: gone on like a camping trip yet now. We so. camped at BHA. Well, you didn't get that happy though. So I was,
1: uh, <laughs> so you didn't punch anything. <laughs> the only time I did get that happy was in the truck. Did you punch him? Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I actually,
0: actually when we were trying gastronome, he like whapped me in the, he like in the shoulder, like this is good. And I'm like, Ow. Okay. So
2: <laughs> I might
1: have. I don't remember that.
2: I want to do a test really quick. <laughs> We're going to see how violent you get when we te- when we test something and we don't have to rehydrate. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about trying the trail mix because you're, for you, you're bear hunting and 1,200 calories in your journey and you mm-hmm. look happy. I'm scared. Are, do you need? It's going to be
1: like a scale. I might need to be, like you guys be on the other side of the line we can't cross, keep, okay, right? keep the, keep the sanitary line. You got to keep babies away from them. So
2: <laughs> if, okay, so there's no babies. Are you going to hurt anyone if you try this?
1: I can't guarantee anything. He <laughs> might, might like smack me like, <laughs> okay. you
2: gotta try this. Don't eat a lot of it because you get to take this with you. But we we just want to see if this is baby punching good on record. Okay, so what is this? I know what happened Describing, here. describing. I remember what happened here. What happened there? <laughs> Sometimes I have to leave the kitchen and I get distracted and... They wait, get a little dark? May, wait, hold on. That doesn't look like there's a, there everything you need in there. Yeah,
1: is yeah. there? You, you would know. Is it a good mix for the trail?
2: Yeah, this is a trail mix. Um, it's the world's best trail mix. In again, very humble opinion. Oh, there's
1: cashews in this. Oh yeah, your you your humility shows like totally through, through every sentence. Yeah, mm-hmm. best like, trail we have mix to, like, pull, ever. We have to pull it out of you.
2: <laughs> Listen, I just know. It's been a difficult podcast know. because of that. Because like, yeah, really I'm shy. Has.
3: Mhm. Oh, good. That's
4: pretty good. Watch yourself.
3: You doing with the
2: hands. This is so good. It's real and it's not made out of M Ms and plain cashews. Where's the M Ms? I would. How never. you? Because I don't make. I don't mix in pre-made stuff. <laughs> Each nut has been treated differently. Some are candied. Some are toasted with different spices. There's apples. There's cherries.
1: Okay, so. Um,
0: the attention to detail on the nuts. Thank my you. my wife second to none.
1: My wife went kind of crazy a couple weeks Whoa. ago. We wanted to get back into eating salads and so okay. she took um some um almonds. Al- not almonds. Uh, what, uh, what what uh, I have in my hand. Pecan.
2: Pecan. pecan. Wow. Pecan pecan. Yeah.
1: Oh. Tomato tomato. Right. Um pecans. Pecans. And and she, and she like like put like honey and mm-hmm. and some brown sugar and like and when I tried those they're Whoa. like they stick to my teeth when I ate hers and they were like, like chewy. Mm-hmm. If that makes like almost like somebody's honey, it's okay. They were really good. But I like, can actually like,
2: fix that. I know what went wrong already, but well, that's, that's so, a conversation so for a later I was date. kind
1: of expecting that when I put this in my mouth is like, like this, this, yeah, like a, like mm. almost a raisin feel to that's the nut.
2: That's cherry. Montmorency cherry. If we have to be specific, They're It's a what? Montmorency, Montmorency cherry. Montmorency. It's different. Mm. That's why it's so sweet and tart. It's not a raisin. So good.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like the cherry on top, right there.
1: Not. Oh,
2: <laughs> that was oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be careful where you guys eat. I'm telling <laughs> if you, eat something really good. We're what
1: about? Where we're I sit. We're going. We're be. going yeah. to mountains walking.
2: You're gonna have a problem. Yeah. Wear armor.
1: Mm-hmm. That's Wear. true. So I've eaten there before. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you helped with the menu.
2: I created the menu. It's not the exact same one that exists now, but I did create the menu originally.
1: So I had um, arti- artichoke. Artichoke. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Not That's artichoke. A word. Like um, That's the word people use. Col- collard greens. What are they?
2: What are you trying to say? A vegetable. Which that one? Most people don't like. What does like, it look
1: like? And it was crisp. Oh, it was like. No, oh, you had Brussels Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. I'm so bad with any kind of words. No. I'm bad at wordsing. I don't I know mean, why. Just
0: the words Podcasting. that you need right now.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. That, no. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the Brussels sprout. Did you make that? Yes. He's I
3: about hate, to
1: punch don't you. hurt me. I hate why Brussels is he sprouts. At me like that? I hate Brussels He's sprouts. He's about to punch you. <laughs> and it was so delicious. My daughter got it because she, she loves Brussels sprouts, and she was eating it, and I just like was sneaking my fork over there yeah. all the time and then finished out the like goodness at the bottom of the Chug amazing it. it was so good yeah it was so good and that like that's the same thing you're bringing here
2: yes in theory
1: yeah <laughs> i love food, I love, mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. I love food i love food and this is like the 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 only way actually into my heart
0: this might be a this might be an excuse to go camping. You know, I used to want to like
2: you look. You want to go camping now? Yeah,
0: check me out. I used to want to like eat my dad's power bars, and he's like, "You can't eat that power bar. You're not in a triathlon." And I was like, but "They <laughs> taste like chocolate or whatever." I don't know why my dad talks like that.
3: <laughs> but uh,
0: then, I, then so I started good. working out, and I started eating those power bars, and then I felt like all was right with the world. And now, maybe I'll walk into the backcountry country. To find myself and eat freeze dried food that was from the earth. But this,
1: this trail mix isn't freeze dried.
0: Well, no, it's none of it's freeze dried. It's just like cooked, cooked in butter,
3: cooked,
2: dried, cooked and dried.
0: It does have a nice. I mean, I don't feel like I need to um, floss now for some reason. Why is it such a clean after chew? Not after taste, but after chew. What
2: after is that? chew, that's kind of like mouthfeel, isn't it?
0: No, <laughs>
1: no nothing's worse than mouthfeel. <laughs> <nothing's> worse. <laughs> he, he hates that, and it's my favorite thing about food. After it's, chew? No, no, not after chew. This, this, Wait, is your problem the, with the mouthfeel
4: feel. the word or like? What it's it's it
1: represents? it's the word. It's, it's like just like the word. A lot of people feel about moist. Okay. It's just the word itself.
4: Yeah,
1: right. It gives me like so this. just
4: need to make a new word. For
2: that's what that I'm saying. Term. Why not texture?
0: I said after yeah. chew. <laughs>
2: Why not texture?
0: Texture's fine. I mean, if you like texture. It's not the taste, it's the texture. That's the only thing. Like, if you're trying to drink eggs, that's what I think about.
2: Who's trying to drink eggs?
0: Rocky. <laughs> Rocky
3: Balboa.
2: Not me. Rocky not
0: Balboa. Me. This is so okay. good. You know, that's what you got to do when you can't afford steak, <laughs> that's you know? Awesome. You got to, like. That's pretty good. Drink the eggs.
2: Do you practice that before this moment?
1: <laughs> I just always know how to do it. Right. I'm always. I'm never not practicing. Right. So I used to have to ask, like, hey, Joe, could you do that impersonation? Because I know, he, like, any. He, he can at least give a very good try. And it's my favorite when he just, like, throws him out. And so I told him, I was like, I keep having to, like, ask you to do them. Now he just does them. I'll do them now. That's fine. It's. And it's, it makes good. me happy. It makes me happy. Good. Thank you. Good job. Thank you. His favorite thing about the Rocky movie is um, at the at the end, he's like Adrian, and then she finally comes up, and he's like, <laughs> so "What what line does he say?" <laughs> it's like after the whole movie, right? And he's like, "He's like
0: Adrian." She's like Rocky. And she's like running to get to him, and he's all he's like, "He didn't win, but he." Had a good showing. The first thing that he says when Adrian gets to the ring is like, "Where's your hat?"
1: (laughs) I was like, "What?"
0: That's it. That's that. The writers were like, "You know what? We should say right here. We should we should reference the hat (laughs) because he seemed to really like the hat before the fight." Oh, that's a beautiful hat. That's an amazing hat. Where'd you get this hat? like, "This has nothing to do with the movie." Anyways, that's that's the little joys I find in those those films.
2: Uh, I feel compelled to ask you to do another impersonation, but I don't know a single famous person, not even one. Do you have one?
4: No, I'm very bad with celebrities. Do you
0: like, so some of mine are kind of old. I'll date myself by doing it, but do you know the movie Coming to America with uh, Eddie Murphy? No, I'm like 12. If I don't know it, he doesn't know it. Do you know the movie The Lion King?
2: I know The Lion King.
1: Oh yeah, we got one. They know
2: the
3: Lion Wait, King. Wait,
2: there's no humans in the Lion that King. Light came out when I was like Rafiki. Years old. Can so you do Rafiki? I can do that. Uh, every every everything that the the sun touches is your kingdom. Can you do that one? Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yes. Everywhere the light touches is your kingdom. Is your right? Simba. <laughs> Everywhere
0: the light touches is your kingdom. Isn't it amazing? Or, <laughs> you said you'd always be there for me. Wait.
2: Are you trying to do Pumbaa? That's not it.
0: No, That's uh, Simba. Um, uh, Simba, he goes, He go, oh, he comes to him in the clouds, and he says, Simba, you have forgotten me. And he's like, you said you'd always be there for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have forgotten who you are, and so forgotten me. There you go. That's
1: really good. That's really good.
0: James Earl Jones, man. Wow. And, she,
1: and she kind of had my, like, punch a baby face when you did it.
0: I felt like I was in danger. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I guess that's what I look like when I'm excited. Like, I'm gonna hurt something. Yeah. Like yes, this I is
0: I've making me too, almost too excited. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: didn't know the Lion King could do that.
0: Yeah, the Lion King well, brings a lot of joy. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Hakuna Matata.
1: And he also he also um, visited Ireland because he his roots are from. He looks hell, Irish. From that it area, yeah. Part, part. Irish. Part. Hmm. Albino. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. It's nice that you have a friend. <laughs> with yep. You. Mm-hmm. It's
2: good to have a friend.
1: <laughs> but what was it? What was it like going into a bar there?
0: Um. Oh God. <laughs> well, I can tell the story. Do you want me to do the accent? <laughs> yeah, let's
1: do it. Let's do it. Let's it.
0: So, like, I loved Ireland because. Um, there was, okay, so I went into a bar and they're all drinking Guinness. And I was like, okay, that's on brand. Love that. Even though everyone in America, well, many people in America are like, Guinness tastes like dirt and it's too heavy of a beer. And in Ireland, every single person is drinking a Guinness as if it was a Miller Lite or just the easiest drinking beer in the world. And so this guy comes in there from another beer company. He's handing out free beer coupons. He's like, "Hey, if you want to try a Bass or one of these, and it's like exactly the same beer from Ireland, I think." Each each of them said, "Nope, no thanks. You can keep your free beer. I'm only going to drink this here Guinness." And then, um, oh, and I said, um, the first thing I did when I got to Ireland, and I was like, "Man, I'm so happy to be here, back in my mother country," you know. And the and the bartender was like, "You're not, you're not Irish. I'll tell you that. You're American." I was like, Fff. "So Irish people um, are stupid." <laughs> okay. And they cook and they cook terrible food, and their nice. beer tastes like poop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you do you have a large Irish following on here? Because I think you just ended it.
1: We do have a few listeners in Ireland. Yeah. Um, well, you heard me, Ireland. Shoot.
0: Bring, be, it, bring be, it. Be more like Scotland, by the way. It's a beautiful country. <laughs> oh have you ever been to Glasgow? God. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I don't know. It's like night and day.
2: You guys might have just alienated a huge listening crowd, the Irish. Well, that's what you do, man. You you create that controversy. That's (laughs) for the backcountry. I saw you do that now. Yeah, after the taste test, it's over. It's for your bear hunt.
0: Yeah. I can can hear myself gaining weight just sitting here eating (laughs) that. I can. It's hit. so good though. My belt is starting to stretch. Like those. What's that squeaking noise? Like that's my <laughs> belt starting to stretch against there's, itself. There's
1: some kind of like interference coming in the mic, Joe. <laughs> 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 so this
0: is this is food for doing stuff, which I like. Yeah, that's
2: it's not cool. food for sitting stuff.
0: Yeah, you don't want to be sitting doing. Be- you will get fat. You could be a couch potato, but man.
1: But neither one of you are fat.
2: Uh. It- Come, Come on, this guy has got a few
1: pounds. squeaking's <laughs> coming from over there. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um,
2: I on our good days, neither one of us are fat. That is a confirmed statement. Yeah,
1: and and yeah. because like confirmed because when we were first trying to schedule this, um, I wanted to keep like the, the fat people out. <laughs> no, no. Yikes! Yikes. <laughs> we don't we don't podcast with them or the or the Irish. <laughs> Yeah. We have, <laughs> we're
0: just starting we're starting wars <laughs> no. with anyone. No,
1: that's not at all what I was trying to say. I wanted to keep, <laughs> wanted to keep the burner hot, right? Yeah. Like we just met yeah. you like let's you're, get let's yeah. get this oh, scheduled. God. And really so nice like weekend. I was like, "Hey, how about Saturday?" And you're like, "Don't talk to me about weekends." Like I think you didn't even like spare nope. any feelings. No,
2: I, I said I will never be available on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Try, try again. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because like you're living what you're doing like you're you're living it It, this isn't a talk this isn't a a front this isn't a a gimmick this is like you're living what you're doing and that I would assume that's why you're both actually not overweight by eating this healthy calorie filled food
2: I mean I don't have I don't know what magic has aligned to make my diet actually equal skinny person it's a sort of incredible thing yeah
4: Um, enjoying good food like is not a good way to stay Thin, Mm -mm. but going into the backcountry is Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if you want to if you want to be thin and eat like we do, you've got to work it off on the weekends. Yeah, you got
1: to you got to climb 1,200 feet of elevation inside a couple miles and like get up there and the sales pitch is making more sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, I did see a vehicle that appeared to be one that might belong to the next thing.
1: Okay. So that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Let's let's direct people where they need to go to find you. Um, where, where do you want to send people to, uh,
2: the website, the website's the best place to mm-hmm. find us. Um, and our Instagram is pretty active. I'd say we're active on there every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but except on weekends, ex- I, <laughs> yes, I actually made it a law that we did not post on the weekend, but sometimes I'm around and sometimes I'll post if there's something going on. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah, our Instagram has all the haps and our website's the best place to get everything.
1: Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, any any like um, insider like discount codes or anything that, that people would know like like where where is that like a secret spot on the website where they can get like insider things just from listening?
2: I mean, there's a couple different ways that we support um, people that support us. Uh, veterans of any kind come yeah. chat with us. Okay, we yeah. have cool. discounts cool. for them. Um, right. Active duty for sure. Yep. Um, there's things if you work for the Bob Marshall Wilderness and you are a tra- you work the trails, mm-hmm. um, and volunteer with them, you get discounts. If you hey. support Montana Mountaineering Association, you get discounts. Um, cool. cool. So the ways that you get discounts are by supporting our community um, and supporting us as um, Americans. And if is, y- if you have any of those things, we're happy to provide a discount for your work.
1: Is cool. that a is that a button or is no? That
2: a message? That's a that's a reach me and we chat. Okay. Yeah. There's no like. Um, standard way to do things cool yeah. Um, yeah, no
1: but that's that's exactly what i was asking for is yeah. like if you had any of that that like yeah if, the, if someone was like me if i had heard that a year ago yeah i probably would have like jumped a little yeah. yeah we yeah. do quicker.
2: have people that email us and are like hey i'm active duty i'm like this is awesome here's oh. your code and it's usually got your name in it um, oh cool so it's it's very tailored to the people that we chat with Um
1: Speaking from two prior active duty people, if we could get a discount code for better food than a flippant MRE, we would be on it. Uh, Yeah, if
2: anyone is listening, they know how to reach me, you guys know how to reach me, and I'm very accessible um, on the phone or the emails. The, and the just reach out to me. The
1: responses through a direct message on Instagram yeah. were, were quick. You can reach like, me. Like cool. I, cool. very quick.
2: My phone is usually like in my eyes. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> so yeah, if you are active duty, you have ever served, you currently fight, you do anything that serves our community in any way. Maybe like the
0: conservation corps.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much anything where you serve us, we serve you. That's cool. Oh, that's yeah. awesome.
0: Tell that's your AmeriCorps awesome. friends, everybody. That sounds like a thing. Yeah. They're, 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 starving college kids.
1: <laughs> okay. So, so all of, all of the links for the website, Instagram, all of that will be down below. And, uh, you can just click on those, take you right over there. If, if you are any of the members of any of that, you think you might qualify, shoot a direct message or, you know, I'm sure there's like a contact us on the website. Just use one of those. And, uh, yeah. Um, we we appreciate any of our listeners that then support our guests. Yeah, like like, we, yeah, we have a Patreon and different things like that. But like, support the people that we've had on the show. Like like, go do that. Um, mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we we appreciate that. You
2: know what I think I should do for you guys is have have um, if anybody reaches out to you, give you guys a code that you can pass back to them and say like, yeah, thanks for listening and. Um, give them a little bit of a kickback too, to cool. So if oh, they reach totally out to cool. you, you'll yeah. have your own and we'll do that after we get off here.
1: And then you could like, let us cool. know how many, yeah. cause we'd love to know that. So like how many people, that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. So you're going to just get the, a little kick. Yeah. And so, uh, should we put, no, we want them to get a hold of us. How do we want to do that? Yeah. They want, like,
2: if they reach out to you and say like, I right. want to buy gastronome, what do I got to do? Be like,
1: here's your code. Okay. So the code's not go. in the show notes. You're going to reach out to us. So yep. We will get it to you. Sounds cool. good. Because then you could just cheat. You could just look at our show notes and get Horrible. it. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. We want you to listen to the show because the whole point of this was that you, you get to know. And connect with anyone. you guys. Yeah, That's and the we want to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. if, right. Yeah, if you're like going to use
2: Gastronome, we want to know what you're up to. You, I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I like cool. it. Cool. So how we close out is I'm going to say, I've been Brian. You're going to say, I've been I, I've been oh, okay. Uh-huh. I've been that's my yep. Name. Okay. yep, and oh, then that's Joe's going to say I've been, Joe. I've been Joe. And we would have Matt over here too, but he's he's talking. He's, he's talking to yep. Big Sky so, Bravery actually. So. It's
2: another thing that we support.
1: Big sky bravery. Yeah. Well, that's like awesome. a, like it sounds. A like already. It is. Yeah. 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 Well, so shoot. Now we're gonna have to go. We're cool, gonna have to. go well we can each of them, them. Okay. Okay.
3: Cool. Okay. All right.
1: And then at the end, after he says, "I've been Joe," you all together, we're gonna okay. say, "We'll see you next show." Oh.
2: Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You can mm-hmm. do it.
1: Yeah. I've got faith. I'm ready. Thank you all for listening. I've been Brian.
2: I've been Shannon.
1: I've been Joe. We'll, we'll see you next, next show. show. I screwed <laughs> that good. up. No, you did perfect. It was awesome.